Welcome to the King's Anywhere podcast, inspirational teaching, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whenever you're ready. Hey guys, how's it going? My name is Manuel and I want to say hi from Spain. I live in Madrid and I'm really excited to be with you today. And I want to just share a little bit about my experience, my story with Jesus, what he's done in the last few years in my life. And I believe there will be certain points in my story that you will be able to connect with or that maybe stir something up in your heart. And if you get to this point, I just invite you to start your personal conversation with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. He's present. He's listening to you. And he'd love to work in your life. And I'm a person who is really hungry for more. I'm not just hungry in the physical. I love eating. <laughs> but I'm also spiritually hungry. And I, I want to see more with Jesus. I want to see more with him tomorrow than I've seen yesterday. And this hunger started a few years ago when, when I heard stories of other people and what they experienced with the Holy Spirit. And I said, wow, that sounds like the, like the Bible stories to me. That sounds like people experiencing things that look just like when Jesus walked this earth. And I started, this hunger started arising inside of me. But before God gave me the, the quick solution and, and the quick, this is the three steps, this is how you do it. He actually challenged me to just grow in relationship with him. At the time, I was living in Colombia, and, and I remember I, I was living um, in, in a little, a little, little like, yeah, it wasn't really an apartment, but like a little room next to the garden. And I remember sitting in my room and saying, God, honestly, like, I grew up in a Christian family, and, and I always knew how to pray, how to worship, and how to do all those things. But honestly, when I was by myself, I kind of struggled with it. So I knew how to do it at church. I knew when to raise my hand and when to shout and sing. <laughs> but when I was by myself, I, I wasn't sh- fully aware I wasn't fully able to just spend time with Jesus and I got to this point where, where I felt the Holy Spirit challenged me on this to work on my prayer life to really start stewarding a relationship with him in my life and I said to him I, I don't I don't know how to do it you have to help me and so he started teaching me and, and giving me resources and speaking to me about how I could start praying, how I could start hearing his voice more, how I could start seeing what he's doing. And he gave me all those different tools. And, and in those months in Colombia, I remember still sitting on, on, on the edge of my bed and trying this prayer thing. <laughs> and, and two or three minutes and I'm like, oh, okay, let's, let's try again. Like, let's try really hard. And I remember sitting there on the edge of my bed and I just felt like Jesus was coming up from behind and putting his arm on my shoulder. And that night was a start for me where where this relationship with Jesus moved from maybe a superficial or religious stage into something that was really relevant for my heart and for my for all that I am and he started stirring up my heart that there was more and so he started to reach out for this this more and I started to invest and really learn how can I spend time with him that doesn't just feel like a religious discipline but that actually feels like spending time with a friend I have a question for you this today and my question for you is, who is the Holy Spirit to you? What, what, does he, what, what, what does He mean to you? Who is He in your life? You see, in Acts 2, 38, Peter says, he replies and says, Repent and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And if you're listening to me this morning and you've never given your life to Jesus, then today is a really, really good day. <laughs> See, when you, when you give your life to Jesus, you give all of the things that you were never created for. You hand them over to Jesus and instead he gives you real, true, profound life. And that's what this verse says. He, he starts off and he says, repent and then be baptized. Each of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Then he will deposit his own spirit inside of you. 
And now, when I was living in Colombia, I, I knew about this verse. I knew that the Holy Spirit actually lived inside of me. Like, I had evidence of that in my life. There was gifts of the Spirit in my life. Um, I was praying in tongues. I, I, I had experiences where I heard His voice. And, and so I knew the Holy Spirit was alive inside of me. He had transformed me in the past few years. But still, I felt this, this lack, this, this need that there must be more of Him. <laughs> there must be more ways I can know Him. And I started to realize that so far I'd been living, I'd been living with the Holy Spirit in my life. And it was a little bit like God had put this badge on my shirt. And it's like, yep, you're a Christian now. You've got the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> but I realized, hey, the Holy Spirit, He's actually more like a friend. And I can grow in relationship with Him. So I'm, I'm sitting on my bed and I'm trying this thing of prayer and I'm trying to groan and I start having experiences where, where I feel like Jesus is really coming close and I'm not just talking to the roof. <laughs> I'm not just trying a religious discipline, but I'm actually spending time with Him. And in this time, I realized that also the Holy Spirit, see, I, I knew the Father, I knew Jesus, and, and I realized the Holy Spirit is, is not just an energy in the room or something. He is a person that I can relate to, someone I can grow in friendship with. And so that's what I started going after. And so I started to explore how can I live this friendship with the Holy Spirit? How can I give Him more room in my life? And I didn't have all the answers at the beginning. I just started going after it in my day-to-day -day life. I'd started asking Him more, more questions. I started this conversation with the Holy Spirit and with really daily things like nothing spiritual. I just started asking, what, what do you think? What should I do? <laughs> and, and whilst I'd have this conversation throughout my day-to-day -day life, I started that as I was focusing, as I was opening up my life to the Holy Spirit, He started taking more and more space in my life. And the result of this is that I'd have more and more experiences of Him working in my life. And this fire started lightning in my heart that, that I hadn't had this way before. And I really started falling in love with who Jesus is and with who the Holy Spirit is. And my hunger for more grew to that point that I said, after, after Colombia, I had to, to go back home to Germany for a few months. But I said, hey, I want to leave again. And I want to search for people who have experience and knowledge on how to grow the friendship with the Holy Spirit because I need to learn that. So I flew all the way to Brazil. And in Brazil, I did a three-month school with, with Iris Ministries. And, and my goal for those three months were, Holy Spirit, I want to know you. I want to grow in friendship with you. I want to be used by you. I want to have this Jesus-like lifestyle. And I remember standing in the room in one of the first worship sessions. And around me, Everybody seemed to be touched by the Holy Spirit in different ways. I'd never seen anything like it before. Over there, somebody starts to spontaneously laugh out loud. Someone over there falling to the ground in the presence of, of God. And so everybody seemed to have those experiences with God. And I stood in the middle of the room and I was like, well, I paid a lot of money to come all this way. But God, why aren't you touching me? <laughs> I'm hungry for more of you. And so I started asking one of my leaders and said, hey, is, is there something wrong with me? Am I... And he called me down immediately and said, no, 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 don't, don't go after the manifestation. Go after the Holy Spirit. And I promise he will have good encounters for you. And so that's what I started doing. And I started to, to really, yeah, learn how to hunger for more of him without being frustrated. See, some people, they think they have hunger for more of God and they're actually just starving because they haven't learned to walk to the fridge when they're hungry and feed themselves. And those three months in Brazil, they were this this fridge school, <laughs> this eating school for me where, where I'd get to cultivate hunger for more and then learn how to walk to the fridge, open it and take out some food and feed myself with it. See, the Holy Spirit, he, he's, he's like a river. He constantly flows. He constantly has more for you. But He's only going to feed you if you're hungry for more. And if you're not starving to death, but you actually walk to the fridge and you open it, you walk to Him. See, Jesus says, ask and you will receive. <laughs> there is not much room for interpretation in this one phrase. It says, ask and you will receive. It's a promise He gives. 
but he wants to teach you how to cultivate a hunger in your life for more and then walk to the fridge and receive what he has for you. So for three months, I'd wake up early in the morning before everybody else and I'd go downstairs and just spend time with Jesus. Um, and I would have said before that that the morning prayer times is definitely not my prayer time. I'd pray at night. <laughs> but in that time, I really wanted to put an emphasis on the searching for more. And so I got up early in the morning and I'd start searching and praying and asking and reading my Bible and starting this conversation with the Holy Spirit early before the day starts. And after a few months in, I, 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 throughout all of those three months, I had amazing encounters with God. But I still felt like there was more. There was more of the Holy Spirit that I still can't fully reach yet. And halfway through the school, I started experiencing, as I was going to bed, I, I started experiencing how the Holy Spirit would start touching me. And would start just filling my body with His presence. And it was, was something I'd never experienced before. After those three months, because I was still hungry for more, I remember one day I was laying on a, on a soccer field. Nobody was playing. And I would just lay down and I'd start praying. And said, Holy Spirit, I, I love you and I want more. And all of a sudden, this energy started rushing through my body that I'd never felt before. See, the Holy Spirit, He's fire, He's power. And, and all of a sudden, it was like my body was under electricity. And I'd start shaking uncontrollably. And the Holy Spirit, I, I don't know how long I was there, probably a few hours, just laying on the soccer field in the presence of God, just filling me. And all I could pray in this time was, more, 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 Jesus, I need more. See, what the Holy Spirit does inside of you is He cries out for Abba Father. He cries rise out for more. And, and that's what was happening. And other people started seeing what the presence of God was, was, was working in me. So they started laying around me because they had hunger for the same experience, the same Holy Spirit to fill them. I love the description of, of the disciples and how they first get filled with the Holy Spirit. And all the other people around, they're like, well, you guys are drunk. What's going on? It's early in the morning. <laughs> And, and they explain, hang on, this, this might look weird. You, we might not understand. You might not understand what you see right now. But what was happening is that the Holy Spirit is filling us right now. See, when the Holy Spirit comes, and He had been in my life before, but I, I learned how to cultivate hunger and how to fill myself with more because I know there's always more. Right now, there's more for me. And so we need to learn to keep filling ourselves. And that's what was so strong in this moment for me. That I experienced this more that he has for me. And I didn't understand why it had to look this way. Or maybe it was something I'd never experienced this way before. But I knew if it's him, then it's good. And I need it. And I want it. The result of more of the Holy Spirit is that. You see, I, I'm pretty sure that you believe that God has a good call for your life. <laughs> if you don't believe it, then you should start. <laughs> See, the Bible is super clear on that. There is a big call that God has for your life. And it doesn't matter if you're in ministry, if you're a school teacher, or if you work in, in Asda. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your job description is. Um, God has a huge call for your life. See, when Jesus left this earth to go to the Father, He left and leaving us with an assignment. And He said, now look at all the earth. That's your assignment. Make them to disciples. Every nation, every person. Who's every person? Well, it's your neighbor. It's your family. Literally every person you know. That's the size of assignment He's given you. But He's not only given you a big assignment, He also gave you the power to do so. In Acts 1.8 we read, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you'll be witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Where is the ends of the earth? Well, it's Spain, UK. <laughs> Take any country. That's the country Jesus wants to walk in. That's the place Jesus wants to present Himself to people. I've always been passionate about sharing Jesus with people. It started when I was a teenager and I'd walk through town and see homeless people. I'd step for them, I'd pray with them, I'd share Jesus with them. They would break down in tears and we'd have fun times in the, in the streets together, Jesus and me and the person I was spending time with. 
But something changed after the day when the Holy Spirit came with this power upon me. See, from that day on, it became more and more the normal that I'd see miracles. And I had hunger before for miracles. So I'd start praying and every now and then I'd see some miracles happen. But after this day, I, I, I feel like he, he, he deposited even more and I started seeing more and more of what it can look like when this power is inside of me. Because only with this power that the Holy Spirit deposits inside of us, we can really fulfill the assignment that he has for us. See, before that, I often tried to fill the assignment by being nice. <laughs> I thought, well, Jesus is love. He's loving us. So if I want to show Jesus to someone, I love them. What's wrong with that? Nothing. We should do that. <laughs> he is love and he wants to even flow with his love through you so that everybody can see it. But I was only flowing in love. And so the love looked a lot like me being nice and not being a supernatural love that comes from heaven. <laughs> and I remember stretching out for this power. And one day in Brazil, I, I remember it like yesterday, I walked into this little hut of this person living in the desert. We were traveling to a village to do evangelism there and we were inviting people to watch a Jesus movie with us at the night. And we walk into this little hut. And I have to bow down to get in. The first room is the kitchen. It's all black, all full. The, the walls um, were, were turned black by all the smoke in the kitchen. And so we walk into the kitchen and we walk into the next room. And as I follow the owner into her house, I realize that one of her legs, she isn't using it. She's kind of pulling it behind. So I ask her, hey, what, what happened to your leg? And, and she just starts sharing that for several years, this leg has been paralyzed and she can't. She's walking on one leg and the other one is just being pulled behind. And so I said, hey, I've never seen anything like this, but I'd like to pray for you because I, I believe Jesus can heal you. And she's like, well, I, I don't believe in Jesus. I don't know what you're talking about, but if you can help me, go for it. <laughs> and so we lay hands on her leg and we start praying. A friend of me, we start praying for her leg. And it's a simple, short prayer. I, I didn't really know what else to pray. I just asked Jesus, would you please touch this lady and bring healing to her leg? And so I asked her, what, did something happen? Like, what did you feel? Can you move your leg? And she looks at me astonished and she says, hey, is, is the floor cold? I said, uh, we had question of, of course the floor is cold. <laughs> and she says, well, I have never been able to feel something in this leg since it's been paralyzed. And so I asked if she can move it, but she still can't move it. She only started feeling what she couldn't before. But as this change started happening, I got excited and said, let me pray one more time. And so we put hands on her leg again. We pray again in the name of Jesus. We command this leg to be healed. And after this prayer, a short prayer, she starts bending her knee again. And she starts moving her whole leg again. She breaks out in tears, gives her life to Jesus. See, salvation, this assignment, we shall make disciples. It gets so much easier when we learn to flow in the whole power of the Holy Spirit. That was my experience that day. And since that day, I'm hungry to see more and more miracles. More creative miracles. More just fun stuff of how he brings healing to this world, to the people that need it. He came for the sick. He came for those who are captivate, captive to set them free. And so I want to invite you to do two things. The two things Jesus has been working in my life the last few years. And I want to challenge you to, to learn to hunger for more. I want to challenge you to not be satisfied with what you've experienced yesterday, but to, to, to cultivate this hunger, learn to walk to the fridge and fill yourself with, with the Holy Spirit. Because there's always more. Right now, not tomorrow, right now, the Holy Spirit has an encounter for you prepared. That if you learn to hunger right now, you can have this more of him. He's so in love with handing himself to people. It's his biggest passion. That's what Jesus did on the cross. He gave himself for you. But not only so you can have a salvation and a free ticket to go to heaven, but to fill you right now. And we need to understand that this more is relevant right now. So I want to challenge you. Ask the Holy Spirit, what do you have for me right now? And start hungering and thirsting and stretching yourself out for this more. 
And as you do so, I believe you'll experience this power coming in and upon your life. If you've experienced it before, go after it again. <laughs> he is a constant river flowing in us and through us. And so if you experience this power, I want to challenge you. If you feel it or don't feel it, He wants to fill you with power. It's not about the feeling. It's about His power. Then go after those supernatural encounters where Jesus touches people in a way you could not do by yourself. The other Sunday I was preaching and I said, Hey, if Jesus was not in your life tomorrow, and, and don't misunderstand me, He will be in your life tomorrow. He has promised He will always be with us. But if He was not there tomorrow, would your life look different? And I'm worried that some people would reply, actually, I, I don't know, or at least their friends would reply, I don't see a difference. See, we need to make sure that our life looks different because that's what it looks like when He lives inside of us. Miracles will be the normal. People will start getting delivered from depression, from anxiety, from addictions all around you. And people's lives will start transforming because the power of the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. I'd like to finish and just pray for you. Jesus, I thank you for everyone that was with us today. And, and I just ask you, Holy Spirit, for a fresh baptism. I ask you to fill every single person like you filled me before, God. And like, uh, yeah, I just ask that you'd refill us with your presence, Papa. Holy Spirit, I also pray that your power would move right now through our bodies, through our beings, that you deposit this power that you're promising to work supernatural through our lives, God. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, and we give you space in our lives. Amen. Be blessed, and I'm excited to hear from you guys. Ciao. We hope you enjoyed this message. To find out more about King's Church Warrington, visit our website or find us on Facebook and Instagram.